0: Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 26 of The Tantalus Tales. If this is your first time listening, I just want to recommend starting at episode 1 of our show, Gnome Sweet Gnome, as we are story-driven, and you could possibly run into spoilers if you started here. However, I'm not your dad, so if you want to start here, I can't stop you. Enjoy the show. Previously on, The Tantalus Tales. And as you guys are uh, looking at the situation,
1: uh, you hear from behind you, Well, hello, boys. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? I've frozen time in this plane of existence. As long as I will it, it'll remain so. But as for you four, I require assistance. I didn't think I'd have to call upon my favors so soon but I'm afraid something has come up. And he says, I'm going to take you to the world of graves. Deep in the center of this grave world is the item I'm looking for. I need you to find Nick. In the second it takes your eyes to adjust to the light of the room, you see a figure thrown across the room, a human with now fairly uh dusty dirty white armor and uh cloth uh with a sword and shield as you turn to your left you realize what threw him and there is a gigantic horned skeleton brandishing a giant great axe we really took the bull by the horns there didn't we <laughs> Yes, uh, you took the bull by the horns and uh, you're here for the necklace then I assume as well, right? It is giving off a chilling sensation. It feels cold to the touch. As he's looking and he turns the necklace to the side slightly, it starts to evaporate into
0: snowflakes. Silhouetted in the frosty window of the striped dragon roost, our heroes rebel along with the townspeople unaware of the unusual storm brewing just outside their door. begins to
1: wind down uh patrons begin exiting the tavern as they leave they thank and congratulate our heroes some of them rub under the very inebriated chin of yonko and he purrs between hiccups in his high chair
2: (laughs) Uh, that's adorable and he should not have drunken
1: oh yeah he had like two drinks and he was gone lightweight very much a lightweight and as the last bystander vacates the tavern, the bartender turns to you uh, and proclaims its last call. Gotta close up soon. What'll it be? Uh, this rounds on me. The You guys bring in some good business whenever you return. It's the least I can do. Your finest ale. Another whiskey.
2: I, I think I had too much already.
1: <laughs> he, uh, Soda for our friend. He he chuckles and starts to pour you a seltzer water.
2: Thank you, good sir.
1: <laughs> As uh, the bartender, Kodiak, uh, begins to make your drinks, you notice that the windows have iced up. Uh, roll me a perception check, guys. I got a five. What is, uh,
2: Fourteen. Perception is twenty-one.
1: It's actually a seven with a plus there. So, seven. I'll give it to you guys. Right. Um,
2: yeah. Seven at, plus five is. What? Seventeen plus five is actually 22.
1: Yes, yes. We have. Correct. We've yes. cleared that you have adequate math skills, Bakar. Halfway I'm down. slightly
2: <laughs> drunk. It's fine. Yeah. I don't need math right now.
1: <laughs> but you guys all notice that the windows are iced up, and it seems a little unusual because uh, on your time. On the space, you've noticed it's always stayed particularly uh, comfortable. And as Kodiak turns around to hand you all your drinks, he notices it well and says, "Well, that's that's unusual. This the space is uh, climate controlled, if you will."
2: I think someone left the freezer open.
1: Frosty's drunk, you guys. Frosty's drunk. <laughs> he hands you your drinks. Jack Ross is gonna kill us. <laughs> Uh, but he hands you your drinks and the door slams open and a, a cold wind races around you, uh, and as you feel the cold, you notice Vern rushing through and, uh, he exclaims, i found him!
2: Found who?
1: Vern makes his way to the counter and he holds up a finger at Kodiak. Which apparently means something to him because Kodiak begins making him a drink. This guy's like full name is Frostburn, what's, right? What's the motion? Uh, he holds up just a finger, just a index finger. One. Finger, Assum- assu- assuming one, yeah, one finger, one one drink. And what? The sure. usual. What did you ask, Spencer? If this guy's full name was Frostburn. Frostburn. Yeah. This is Vern. I couldn't hear you there, sorry. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> I heard Vern for some reason. new character? No, Vern. That's all right. But uh, Vern asks for a drink, essentially. He turns to you and he says, Nick, that sneaky bastard, I found him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this explains
2: nothing to me.
1: <laughs> Kodiak sets a glass uh, in front of Vern. Vern takes it and he hands kodiak a coin when he grabs the glass Vern downs the drink in one gulp and slams the glass down he uh looks at you once more and he says i found him he's at the he makes air quotes
0: north pole (laughs) 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 he says that smarmy bastard
1: he he took my necklace and he he ran off he ran off, and I found him in the North Pole. The bastard thinks he can hide from me in one of the only places my magic doesn't work. Why does it not work in the North Pole? That's an excellent question.
3: Is it because it's not there anymore?
1: Why does your magic not function in the uh, North Pole, you called it? Yes, the North Pole is is ruled by a gigantic creature called the Sandy Claws. Unusual. I've never heard of it before. Yes. Yes.
2: I hope it has giant claws.
1: Is it a crab crab? monster? Yeah. It's a Ah. giant Alaskan crab, yes. (laughs) yeah. Oh, that was a dangerous job. Never heard of anywhere like that. It's a fantasy Alaska crab. Ah. Say no more. (laughs) Vern, uh, he wipes his, uh, his lips from the drink and says... My favor required you to achieve, uh, receipt a uh, re- retrieve, excuse me. I can't talk. That was a very strong drink. Thank you, Kodiak. I understand. Uh, I'm sorry?
2: I understand strong drinks. And he, very strong.
1: <laughs> he looks at the four of you, uh, five, with Yanko, and eyes Yanko for a moment, wondering why there's a cat in a high chair, and says, I need you... To assist me once more. Ha- lead on! Lead on! I'm in. I'm gonna need a water to go. You son of a bitch, I'm in. I, am, no. <laughs> I, I will join in happily. <laughs> son of a bitch. So, he looks at Bakar, realizing Bakar is completely inebriated from all the shots <laughs> that were uh, bought for him in the earlier hours, and waves his hand in front of uh, Bakar, and there's a Glass of a strange liquid. What do you do?
2: I'm gonna drink it like a shot.
1: Hair of the dog. Was this offered to us? Well, the are you also still highly inebriated? I don't know about you, T, but my archery skills improve when I'm drunk. He see me. He waves his hand.
3: They say the same about my magic.
1: (laughs) He waves his hand again, and two more glasses appear in front of you and a oh. small sippy cup in front of Yonko. Very well. I Suppose we have to. I'll down it also. Okay. Uh, roll a con check for me, you guys. 19. <laughs>
2: 16. Not a natural 20.
1: A dirty 20. Okay.
2: Dirty 20.
1: So dirty. Uh, you're all stone sober now. Say patented. What's the point of this? Uh, I'd rather be drunk right the now. disinebriator is what that is called. It is uh, Vern's patented canine drink a kiss.
2: What's the point of getting drunk if you don't regret it afterwards?
1: This are is you, horrible. Are, are you regretting getting drunk? We all have hangovers now anyway. I'm regretting getting sober.
2: Forget your worries and afterwards regret them.
1: It's every adventurer's right to be rip roaring drunk while he's on a quest. <laughs> And uh he he looks at Yonko, who uh, grabs the sippy cup and just kind of drinks on it, not realizing that he is actually drinking, and suddenly feels better and he goes, huh. oh that Oh, what's in this?
2: All right, I would like an ale to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're cut off the car.
1: Kodiak uh, looks at you all and says, I'm, I'm sorry. It's 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 after closing time. I can't serve you no more. No. Wouldn't want to lose uh, my one. license. Curses. That's true. Damn. You'll have to wait till we get back, Picard.
2: Fine.
1: <laughs> it says when you return, I'll, I'll I'll pour you a nice frosty cold one.
2: Plus, this is a job. I won't drink on
1: Frosties. it. Frosty's gonna pay for this nonsense. <laughs> As a uh, fidgets with his uh, seatbelt in his high chair. Uh, do any of you want to help him?
2: I will. I'll pick him up and put him on my shoulder.
1: No, we're just going to pick up the high chair and take it with us. Oh, so he's so, so Picard's just got a high chair on? No, we'll pick him out of that. Oh, okay. I uh, picked
2: him up and put him on my shoulder.
1: It's funny, but I'm sure the guy might object to us taking his high chair. It may be. <laughs> uh, Disreputable joint, but of course they take care of children when they brought into this bar, right? Of course. you got to make sure the kids are uh, situated for drinks, right?
3: Get the sippy cup for yeah. something when they eat and the, they have their ale.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Vern uh, escorts you out of the tavern and into the obscenely frigid. Quite unusual for uh, the Institute. As you look around the, the grounds of the Institute, there's fresh snow on the ground and it's coming down in heaps through the, uh, the barrier and everything. It's just Snow everywhere.
3: Woo! Snow day! I know I got a coat.
1: I'm gonna draw my name. Oh, you better not. It's <laughs> luckily a short name. T. Gotta cross the T, though.
2: Hey, do I still have my raiding cloak?
1: Uh, nope. You traded it, remember? No, it burned for up. For a giant's cloak.
2: No. Oh, yeah, it, it did. It burned
1: up when you guys went through uh, hell.
2: I kinda wish I had it, because it would have been great for uh Don't worry, I'll
1: this. get you another Oakland Raiders cloak. Don't worry. And Oakland, needs to be red, Oakland though. Raiders <laughs>
3: why not
1: Vern looks at Bakar and notices how he appears to be shivering uh, and snaps his fingers and suddenly Bakar you're warm and toasty and as you look down there is a bear suit a whole bear suit on him it's, it's an owl bear hoodie Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's even better. it's an owl. a giant hole in it. It's... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to put up the hood so I look like an owl Uh
1: Yes. The ugly sweater with a hoodie. An ugly hoodie. Now, perfect. I've got so many ridiculous things on that I'm not cold. You probably Plenty aren't. Of scarves, big belt, pant. Yeah.
2: You're probably mostly hot throughout the whole thing, but you're like, it's fashion.
1: This armor is quite snug. And very warm. Dude, All half the time.
2: the time I'm naked, so... It, These parachute is, pants
1: are really useful. This is kind of necessary. You don't have parachute pants yet. Oh, that's right. I don't have those yet. <laughs> that was a joke for a later episode that we haven't even gotten to yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. I think I wrote I wrote that down. I think you wrote that down to remind you to get them. That's right. Yeah, I just have my normal... Uh trousers your normal bell bottoms yeah yeah with a big belt multiple scarves and a big hat boots with the fur long coat and other stuff so yeah (laughs) uh t how are you feeling you've got a cloak but it's a little colder than i'm used to but uh ice is helping me out here Ice, ice isn't that big what is he wrapping up?
3: His hands, probably. He's, han- he's a hand warmer. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: you've got ice as a muff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that works. He also snaps his fingers, and uh, Yanko is in a nice little owl cub hoodie. So you Aww. guys are you guys are matching as he's sitting. I'm on gonna top scratch
2: of you. under uh, his chin just to be like, you look so
1: cute. He looks down at you and and he says, I. I I appreciate the scritches,
0: uh, Bakar, but please don't patronize me like that.
2: Don't worry, I look adorable too.
1: <laughs> Vern starts to walk towards his shop and before he gets to it, he uh, waves his hand and a gate opens up in front of his shop outside of his actual doorway. And he walks through it and you see his arm pop out and he encourages you forth. What do you do? Okay. First step I'm in. forward. Oh. I guess oh, I'll follow. Okay. So you uh me we, me and T race each other and dive in. Ooh, here we go. Roll me both of you a d20 now. Uh to your decks. <laughs> that would be a 16. Oh, that's a that's a 13. Uh so as you're running Oren you uh kick out slightly and and trip T as he goes sliding and he goes he slides in Uh, After you, but just full of snow. I shake off everywhere. (laughs) But uh, as you all enter uh, Vern's void once again, he uh, walks to the center and motions with his hand, and a pillar in front of him manifests from the ground up, and on top of it is a crystalline ball. A crystal ball, if you will. And, I'm going to uh, touch it. Uh, okay. I'm going to pick Bakar up, hold on my shoulders so that he can touch it. Oh, it's not a giant pillar. It's oh. about Vern height, so that Vern can see okay. into the crystal ball. Just going to poke it. A pe- so it's more of a pedestal. Then. It's more of a pedestal, yeah. So, Bakar, you're going to touch it?
2: Just going to poke it.
1: You're just going to poke it. Okay. Uh, roll me a con oh, check, God. quick.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that did not go oh,
1: well. You, oh, you sweet summer child. Uh,
2: that's going to be a seven.
1: As you touch it, a, a crystalline sort of liquid starts to uh, climb up your arm. Eh,
2: nope. oh you're
1: getting sucked into the matrix. Just going to fu-
2: pull it away really quickly, I guess, if I you, can.
1: You pull it away real quickly. Oh, yep. roll me dex. Oh, this is gonna Save this. on there.
2: Yep, that's worse. That's five.
1: Uh, so it continues up your arm. No, and uh, it pulls you into the crystal sphere, and Yanko falls to the ground because you are now currently transported. Uh, Vern shakes his head disappointingly and says, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, I, I. Yep, that's what we have to do. Okay. With. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he waves his hand and. Bakar shows up next to you, just shivering, frozen still. Uh, not frozen still, but you were in the North Pole area, but had no bearings, and so you manifested inside a snowbank. And I'm just was, covered in snow. You're just and... covered in snow, and you're you're very cold. <laughs> but. Uh, he goes, would you kindly not touch my shit until I tell you to?
3: No way that's not going to happen. Now that
1: is a tall order, my friend. And
2: uh, make no promises.
1: <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? But yes, uh, Bakar, you're currently cold and snowy. So did I take any
2: damage or is it just...
1: Um, I'm going to give you disadvantage for uh, a bit while you warm up. Okay. Uh, he uh, waves his You're hand. Here, kitty, kitty, warm up my hands. He he waves <laughs> he waves his hand and uh, your your owl hoodie is dry and warm, but it'll take a bit for your core temperature to to raise up because it's very cold in the North Pole. So no shit. Yeah. You don't say. Yeah. Well, I've never been there. I would not know. <laughs> he looks to you all and says, uh, "So." I have found where he is. He's in, in the North Pole, which this crystal wall will transport you. It is it is made from ice found in the North Pole. It is, in fact, the, the top of the Northern Pole. Cool. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me there's a literal North Pole? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a literal, literal Northern Pole. I mean, it's more of like a pillar now, right? It's more of a pillar yeah. now because there's the the ball dealy on the top is. Missing. Also, why
3: is it such a small pole? Hmm. Is
1: that is it taller than the stand? Oh yes, very much so. But the ball is so small. I mean, yep. there. Are, it's not about the size of the ball. It's how it you is. use it. It's how you stop touching it so early.
3: <laughs> yeah, but cargo touched again. don't tempt me
1: uh but
2: you're lucky i'm not drunk right now
1: gold to do it again
2: you're lucky i'm not drunk right now
1: oof yes be hilarious Vern uh makes a motion towards the uh the crystal ball and and says this is how i will get you guys to the northern pole i had another uh, let's say client traded this crystal ball for uh a red paperclip of sorts that red paperclip was very uh, useful for him he had a lot of papers that needed filing but let's not worry about how i got this but more in the lines of that it will no, get you're you making me worry it will get you to no this is very normal yes it'll get you to uh, the northern pole and which It'll be your job to confront Nick and get my necklace back. There are a few obstacles that you may run into. Uh, Looking through this crystal ball, I can see what's going on. And I wish you the best of luck uh, completing your favor for me. All right. Uh, He holds out his hand once more and in it are five pins. Uh, one for each of you. Uh, yeah, five of them because Ice gets one too. Of course. And uh, Why is
3: Ice the one in question not the dang cat? <laughs> I've been here the whole time.
1: Be- because he honestly thought that Ice was just a muff. He didn't think ice was with you at the time. He's but beautiful and fashionable. He's beautiful and <laughs> fashionable. Yes. Uh, so each of you takes this pin and uh, pin it on your uh, clothing. This uh, will give you this pin will give you a barrier of sort against the frigid temperatures of the northern pole. The Creatures that you may come across on the northern pole are more accustomed to the sub zero temperatures that are present, and without these pins, it might not bode well for you, even if you have dozens of fancy stylish scarves and such.
2: I'm not cold at all, I swear you
1: noticed, oh, I'm so these are happy. all for a brisk fall. <laughs> Yes, uh, Oren is more accustomed to a brisk fall than uh, the northern pole.
3: I do enjoy falling
1: off of things, that's true. Yes, and he also uh, produces, uh, for Oren, T, and Bakar, small daggers that have what appears to be a ruby inlaid in the bottom of the, the blade. All right. These will give you a bit of an advantage against the creatures you might fight. If you squeeze the handle as you stab, it superheats the, the metal. And that should help you, should you come across any particularly difficult baddies along the way. Right.
2: Does it work continuously, or is it just a one-off?
1: well i've never tested it
2: all right good to know i won't touch it it's fine i won't <laughs> squeeze it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh one- i've learned my
2: lesson for now
1: once more before uh you guys venture off Vern waves his hand once more and in each of your hands is a uh except for uh yanko and bakar i guess in just tea and um Orin, you have the option to also have a, a hoodie of sorts, if you would like to keep a little warmer. Can we choose the animal that we killed?
2: No, be like me.
1: Uh, yeah, what animal? Oh, well now I gotta think about it. Well, there it's you go. Owl bear.
2: Owl bear. <laughs> owl, bear, owl, bear, owl, bear, owl, bear, owl, bear, owl, bear,
1: bear, owl. Ew, no, don't bear your owl.
2: <laughs> or a bear, one. or an owl.
3: Oh, okay. Well, so there's a between between a bear and an owl right now.
1: Between a bear and an owl. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to decide though.
2: Well, you can be the bear, and then Ice can be the owl.
1: That's adorable. I'm in. Okay. So uh, (laughs) T then has a a polar bear though. A (laughs) polar thing. He snaps his fingers, and the fabric turns white, and it's a. It's an it's a bear a polar bear kigurumi of sorts, so it's a, a onesie. So you are very much encased in this. Uh Bakar has a hoodie, you have a kigarumi, and a little tiny uh owl uh pajamas essentially for uh <laughs> ice. And uh or does,
3: ta-
2: does it cover his tail though?
3: They're footy pajamas, they cover everything.
1: Yeah! We don't mess with the colds. Uh, he's got his tail stuck in one of the...
2: <laughs> he is a lizard. He is cold-blooded.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's cute. He needs it. <laughs> Oren, did you want to wear a, uh, a an animal of sorts? What I would like is a great big floor-length overcoat that has like uh, a hood that has big bunny ears off of it. All of white fur. So you want to be a snow bunny coat. That's right. Okay. A, yeti, a bunny the size of a yeti. A betty. Sure. Okay. So, sure, yes. Uh, you uh, He snaps his fingers and the fabric that you're holding also turns white and gets slightly longer and more elegant and you drape it over. Did you say a cloak or a coat? Um, let's go with cloak. Okay, so you've got this a hooded cloak a uh, big old rabbit ears (laughs) (laughs) a hooded cloak with big big old rabbit ears that kind of flop over uh but i kind of want to make it pink though it was in the wash it's fine i guess you can do that if you really want to because that makes me think of christmas story sure go for it so not quite pajamas but big pink uh big pig cloak uh Oh, I also want, like, a Red rider be- <laughs> Red
2: bow uh, and arrow, please?
1: A Red Ryder... Uh, BB gun. Would that be a... Uh, uh, official Red Ranger... Uh, ac- uh, what, action-reloadable uh, crossbow, please? You'll <laughs> uh, <laughs> <he'll> shoot your... <laughs> you'll, you'll do much more than that with a Red Ranger repeating crossbow, yes.
0: Hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. I've missed you. How have you been? Our sponsor for today's episode comes from a friend of the show's, and me personally, Roy C. Booth, a writer and playwright. He's got a new book, Making the Rounds, and if you're into thrillers and mysteries, you'll want to check it out. It's called McGuffin, and it was written by Roy along with John F. Mollard. Here's a snippet from the back cover. Hollywood, California. August 2005, the double murder of a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon and his fiancé leaves LAPD homicide detectives baffled. Assigned to assist in the investigation, FBI Special Agent Haley Murch has a theory. Were the Slains a copycat of the 1969 Manson murders? Or were they the work of somebody else altogether? Someone elusive? For the past six years, she has researched the exploits of a notorious serial killer the media had come to call the Hollywood Walk of Fame killer, a killer whose calling card matched those left behind at the crime scene. To solve this mystery, it'll take the LAPD's lead homicide detective's obsessive knowledge of Hollywood film history, his team's elite investigation skills, and Agent Merch's masterful profiling ability to thwart this serial killer if that sounds up your alley go scope it out on amazon roy has a number of works and if you're interested in sci-fi you should definitely check him out you can get a full list of his works over at amazon.com backslash author backslash roy c booth roy's an amazing person with an incredible talent if you want to be featured in a Tantalus Tales mid-roll, whether you've got a podcast, shop, new book, musical group, anything creative, shoot us a line at thetantalustales@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to highlight you. Now back to the show. Uh, so now you
1: guys are all dressed and ready for the the cold. And uh, he exclaims that once you have the necklace in question, uh. If you hit the pins on your chests, uh, that will give me a single uh, signal to pull you out. And yeah, uh, he holds his hands out towards the crystal ball and encourages you to now touch his ball. Well, I did uh, it once. I'll do it again. i touch it. Right. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll it. Tr- I'll touch anything once. Yep. So, uh, all four. I grip it firmly. All five of <laughs> grip you. Grip it. <laughs> touch the crystal ball, and the same crystalline material uh, moves up your arms and sucks you in. And you guys have a feeling of falling through this dark, snowy landscape. And roll me a dex save, you guys. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. 12. Also 12.
2: 19.
1: Damn. 19. Here's Holy shit. I don't
2: usually roll, like, I don't do really well with dex, but I guess I am this time.
1: Yonko got a nat 20. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Overachiever. Doobie. <laughs> so, so Picar, uh lands... Firmly on his feet. Uh,
2: That's fine. You, I've I've done this before.
1: You got, yeah, yeah. You've you practiced. Uh, you guys got what would you say? A twelve? yeah a twelve. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you land all right, but you you kind of falter and fall to your fall to your backside. Uh, and Yanko just kind of sticks the landing. His arms out.
0: Ten points. Uh,
1: say, so,
0: <laughs> well, you know what they say about felices. We always land on our paws. No.
1: Do they always say that? Okay. They apparently always say that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... No, no, yeah. But you guys all land on a, a pile of snow, and in front of you, you see a gigantic fortress, uh castle of sorts, just completely made of ice. It uh, spans a vast uh, um, area. And on top of... Oh my god, is Superman home?
2: <laughs> no, no, Superman not here. Uh,
1: and on the top of the highest uh, pillar of this, you see a ruby and pearl-encrusted uh, pillar uh, with a flat top. You can assume that the uh, crystal sphere came from this, this spot. Uh, what would you like? Either to- that, or it's a barber shop. Jeez, it it is the Northern Poles barber shop. Yes. Uh, anyway, but uh, ahead of you, uh, you hear chanting and footsteps around the uh, surrounding area of the the fortress. There are a bunch of these creatures clad in uh, green leather from head to toe with curly shoes and hats that just like very elf-ish hats not elvish but they're elves they are marching back and forth across the uh, the main gate of the fortress what would you like to do sing along we are Santa's elves (laughs) (laughs) well Bakar you take the lead
2: Oh god, this is a bad idea. Um,
1: so you guys are currently atop a, a drift of snow where you are hidden from them.
2: What's this? What's Do this? not run in. There's magic in the air. Okay.
1: Let's start making snowballs,
3: you guys. <laughs> we will win the war.
2: Are they? Uh, is there any guards or anyone paying attention or is it just straight up? Um, they're just doing their thing and not.
1: They are making their rounds Around the uh, perimeter of the fortress.
2: Okay. Um. Are there
1: guards? Uh, at the actual gate? No. Are any of these elves armed to our sight? Uh, you can tell that they all have long... Candy-caden uh, swords. <laughs> they're candy-brands. They're halibrands. Uh, halibrids. I got it. Yeah. Large, for their stature, halibreds. Uh, as they walk
2: I'm gonna assume we do not want to take the main entrance. Well, unless we want to talk to them.
3: I don't want to talk to them. We in know. a sticky situation.
2: Ha, huh. <laughs> ha, ha. Um.
1: Who knows? They may have short tempers. Uh, I don't hmm. appreciate the short jokes. Well, you know, I don't appreciate it either. So I'll stop. Sorry. <laughs>
3: Let's go get these pointy-eared guys.
2: Go behind and see if there's any other places we can enter. That's not like the back. Yep. Let's go the.
1: Sneak around. I'm in. Okay. All right. This Uh... is
2: gonna end badly. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hell. Uh, Do you guys want to investigate? Yeah. I will lead the way in our stealthy investigation. For my skills are excellent. Okay, okay, well. If you roll
2: uh, a one, I'm gonna laugh.
1: Well, oren has got the elf eyes, so you might as well uh, roll your investigate. What's your elephant eyes? I, I also see. have the elf feet. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what do I do? Investigate? Uh yeah, if you'd like. Nineteen. Nineteen? Oh yeah, good. Nice. Uh so as you scan the uh, the front gate area, you notice that there is also a uh a smaller uh less grandious uh, gate uh, off to the side of it, and it appears to be open as if somebody has come in and left the door open, like they're heating the outside. It's a trap. <laughs> this has
3: been raised in a barn. Bunch of reindeer. Absolutely.
2: Alright, let's 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 head that way then.
1: Okay, uh, go ahead and do a stealth check for me, you guys. Got it. This is going to be fun. Stealth
3: check is 22. 12. Oh, 19.
1: So you all got enough to sneak by. Uh, and you make it up to the door. And roll roll me a perception check, quick, guys. Okay. Uh, nine. Nat 20. Nat 20, okay. Uh, Bakar. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Bakar, you can hear coming around the corner uh in a short amount of time uh it sounds like another patrol is about to uh turn the corner uh what do you guys do
2: is there anything to hide behind
1: uh there is an open door otherwise there are uh chunks of ice just littered about uh in the terrain uh
2: dash for the door
1: you guys have you guys are up towards the door
2: yeah, let's let's dash towards the door and like dashing
1: through the snow to the door. Got yep, I'm gonna I'm the gonna
2: super like jump roll into the door.
1: Okay, so uh... <laughs> just because I want to see you roll a performance check. Oh God, I'm on it. Well, Double dash, Bakar specifically. Yep. Oh.
2: Okay, not the best. It's a ten.
1: It's a ten. Okay. So you uh you dash for the the door and kind of like like you know. I want to what say, say they like dive and they like just come up just short of the door. Yeah, yeah, like you know when you you try and uh, when you try to jump out of a moving vehicle, you're supposed to like tuck and roll. You, yeah. yeah. You tuck and roll as you jump and just kind of <laughs> land and then in, fall and you just land in front of the door, and. Yeah. Keep rolling! I,
2: keep rolling! Super I, salt!
1: Have to, like, uh... And you just start swimming on the ground, like... <laughs> like, and, like a penguin. <laughs> and then you, uh, penguin scoot yourself into the door. I just walk. <laughs> and then, they, and then all, yeah. they, they all walk past you, because it was much more... You were close enough that you didn't have to do that.
2: Nope. <laughs>
1: you all make But it, it was worth it. Your it. commitment to community theater performances always impresses me. Oh, yes. 100% commit. Always commit. Your, your commitment is truly legendary, Vikar. Always commit. I, I applaud you. Golf clap. Uh, Shh. <laughs> so you guys make it through the, uh, the doorway. You make it through the main gate of this no- northern pole fortress. And on the innermost uh, section between the fortress and the gate uh, is quiet. There's no wind. It's, quiet. it's slightly warmer because of the uh, lack of wind, and you know what they say, "Wouldn't be that cold outside if it wasn't for the wind." Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at the front of the castle, the fortress, there stands a a small dwarf. He's got the the most copper beard you've ever seen and a just kind of corkscrewy mustache. And he's, he's sitting there and you see that he's holding a chain and it, and it kind of links its way into what appears to be a small dog door in the, in the front castle entrance. Uh, what do you do?
2: Can he see us yet?
1: He cannot.
2: Let's sneak by him.
1: Okay. Go ahead and roll me a we are Sneaking stealth check to get by uh, this this dwarf. 20. Uh, not that.
2: 24.
1: 23. And Yanko. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs>
2: Yonko, I believed in you.
1: Uh, so as you guys are, you're, you're stealthily walking um, through uh, the snow, kind of keeping to the shadows away from...
2: Stealthing through the snow. You're stealthing through the sneaking snow. Sneaking through yes. the snow. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> that might be the episode title. Stealthing through the snow. Put a Yonko on
2: my shoulder. No, sneaking. sneaking.
1: Sneaking or stealthing. Either one works. Uh, flip a coin for it. But... Uh, as you guys are sneaking through the snow uh yanko trips over an ice chunk and in doing so uh his accordion falls <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he had that <laughs> and uh it kind of like arcs through the air and as <laughs> it, as, as it's uh as it lands it's as it's gone through the air, it's gone out, and then as it hits, it just
0: <laughs>
1: like like in not not a yeah, kind of like that cat,
2: yeah. Well, like come here.
1: <laughs> and uh, with this loud, just screech of an accordion, he shuffles up to grab it, and he's just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> And, uh, the dwarf, who apparently was sleeping with his eyes open, sees you. All five of you. And...
2: Just gonna wave. Hi! Hi, we're a little lost.
1: Good evening, my chum. (laughs) Nice weather we're having today, eh? Oh, god, uh... Can you
2: help us, sir?
1: (laughs) Uh, global warming, am I right? He, uh, stands up and walks towards you, the the chain kind of tinking along the uh, uh, along the ground, and he says,
0: "What on earth are you doing here? This is a restricted section of the northern pole.:
2: Oh I thought we were in the South Pole.
0: Oh shit. I thought this was oh. <laughs> South Pole,
1: North Pole, they look they both look the same.
0: They're both really cold. I am. this
1: isn't uh... where I parked my sled. I apologize. Uh, keep in mind he he sees two owl bears, Whoa. a pink rabbit, and a polar bear holding an owl. I... Why why are you here? Tackle <laughs> no. him.
2: We were we we're from uh, from a spring holiday, and <laughs> we were hoping to uh, have some jolly fun with uh, a winter holiday.
3: I'm here to apply for a Coke commercial.
1: We are, in fact, a, 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 a troupe of dancers here to entertain. <laughs> uh, oh God, I'm going to need. Uh... <laughs> one of you to roll a deception for that. It should be me. Oh. Who has the highest?
2: <laughs> who wants Who wants to roll with I the story that they have?
3: <laughs> I think it's the polar bear. I got Go 17 it. charisma. Go for well, it. I've been rolling good, but yeah, uh, yeah, I gotta, watch gotta, you roll a one. I way higher than me. Very close. It's a seven. So what's your story that you're going for? So it was uh, I got a 12. Um... I'm a polar bear applying for a Coke
1: commercial. Santa's the bears. So so uh as he asks you guys what what you're doing here, uh, T uh steps up and he says, "Well, I'm a polar bear applying for a Coke commercial." And he looks at you and he says, "The fuck is Coke?" <laughs> And he—it's like snow. And he—it's <laughs> like snow.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, he pulls on his uh, on the chain that he's holding, and you hear just a monstrous uh, shriek from behind the door.
2: Anyone got some treats? I,
1: yo, oh shit!
2: A steak?
3: Can I—I I opened my book, the Tomb of Spells. Are we about to fight? I don't Can know. The door? What are you? What are you gonna do? You should block what? the door. Block the door. Well, I can't lock the door.
2: No, block it somehow. I don't know.
3: I'm a polar bear, not Hodor.
2: <laughs> hold the door. <laughs> hold the door.
3: Uh, I'm actually gonna hold off. Honestly, okay. What's behind the? <laughs>
1: it's on the chain? We all so know how that ended. as as he pulls on the chain, you hear this. This loud shrieking, and uh, from that little door, out comes this tiny, furry creature with horns—the jackalope of death.
2: It's so cute.
1: It's a it's a tiny, tiny like bestial creature, but it's about about a foot tall. Can runs we keep up, it? Run, and it runs up towards you, huh? It is the rabbit. Get like the it bones. a <laughs> rabbit. <And> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and it uh runs up to uh where the where the dwarf is, and it's like a third the size of the dwarf, and uh it leans back and roars again. This time it's quite quite a tiny roar, and <coughs> the uh, dwarf reaches into his pocket and uh, hands the uh, the little creature a, a, a little treat of sorts. He then devours it in his hand, and he looks up at you and burps, and then you see his body just kind of twinging, and his limbs start to grow, and his body starts to stretch, and it becomes... He becomes giant. He is, grows to about eight feet tall. Big, burly muscles, her white fur all over, claws, and just a monstrous howl from his gullet. And he stares you down. Can we keep it? And uh, the little <laughs> dwarf looks I just up don't at want him. How do you do that? Huh? <laughs> the the little dwarf uh, looks up at him and and points at U five and says,
0: "Bubble, bounce." Hey everyone, Taylor again. Thanks for tuning into episode 26 of our show Stealthing Through the Snow, part 1 of our three-part holiday special. Before I let you go, I just wanted to thank our Patreon supporters. Your financial help has been fantastic and we're incredibly lucky to have you. If you're interested in helping the show out financially, you can check out our Patreon over at patreon.com backslash the Tantalus Tales. We've got some neat stuff coming up, including ways to include stuff from the Tantalus Tales in your very own home games. If you're unable to support us financially, we completely understand. Money can be tight, especially this year, and especially with the holidays coming up. If you're still interested in helping, just share our show with any of your friends or family that you think might enjoy us. Word of mouth is fantastic. And thank you to everyone who already has. Don't forget to go scope out Roy C. Booth over at Amazon at Amazon.com backslash author backslash Roy C. Booth. That's C as in Charlie. He's got a long list of works that I'm sure would hit the spot of any sci-fi fan out there. Go show him some Tantalus Tales love. I also want to thank What's Good for the use of their song intro. You can check them out on SoundCloud, and I want to thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. Stay safe, stay healthy out there, and I'll see you all soon. I love you. Bye.